proved yourself wrong, stick dog. First, you said we should be able to find your pipe. Second, we couldn't find it. Therefore, the pipe must have moved. Excellent deductive reasoning, Karen, Mutt exclaimed. Way to figure it out. Yes, yes, Stripes said. And Pooh Pooh pointed a paw directly at Stick Dog. He smiled slightly from one side of his mouth. He squinted one eye and declared in a loud, sharp whisper, You're busted. Now, Stick Dog could have said, Maybe you guys just aren't very good at finding things in the woods. Or he could have asked, How in the world could I pull a huge pipe out from under a 200-ton hill of rocks and dirt? Or he could have said, you guys are nuts. But Stick Dog didn't say any of those things. He liked the looks on their faces. They expressed a sense of accomplishment. Stick Dog was often the one who ended up being right about things, whether it was some piece of random information or the legitimacy of a particular food-snatching strategy. And now that the other dogs thought they had gotten the best of him, even though Stick Dog knew they hadn't, he liked the way they were feeling about themselves. So Stick Dog let them believe that he had moved his pipe just to trick them. And he changed the subject entirely by saying this. I'm hungry. We need to find some food. Food is, by the way, the one and only best way to get a dog's attention. And I'm not just making this up for the story's sake. Do you want proof about this dog characteristic? Okay. Find a dog and have some cheese or little pieces of chicken with you. Now give that dog a favorite toy, a tennis ball, a chewed-up rope, maybe an old baseball cap, whatever. Let him get used to having that toy. Let him gnaw on it and snuggle with it. We'll use the baseball cap as an example. Here's what they're thinking. Man, this baseball cap is the absolute best. I can't believe they gave it to me. They used to wear this thing on their heads, and now it's mine. Why would they want to cover up their only patch of fur anyway? I don't understand these humans. They're loony. Oh, never mind. I've got this cap, and it's chewy and flexible and everything I love. It doesn't taste too good, but who cares? I think I'll swallow little pieces of it later anyway. Woohoo! The dog loves this cap, right? Now, do this. Put a single piece of cheese or a little piece of chicken on the floor about 10 feet away. Make sure the dog sees you, but you don't have to call him or point to the food or anything. Now, watch what happens. 90% of all dogs will drop the cap that just nanoseconds ago was the absolute center of their universe and go get that food. You know what the other 10% do? They're the smart ones. They take that baseball cap over to the food on the floor. Then they drop the cap right next to the food, eat the food, and pick the cap back up. But make no mistake, it's the food they want the most. Need further proof for this 10% of Einstein dogs? All right, Mr. or Mrs. I don't believe everything I read in a book. Try this. Get the dog to stay. Then... Take the baseball cap and put it on the floor a few feet away to the left of the dog. Then take the tasty food morsel and put it on the floor a few feet away to the right. And then say, okay, 
to release this fine beast and see where he goes first. He will go to the food every time, guaranteed. If he doesn't go to the food first, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you. Here it is. What you have there in front of you is not a dog. I don't know what it is. How could I? I'm not even there. But it is most certainly not a dog. It may be a big rabbit or a hamster. Or maybe it's your little sister or brother dressed up in a dog costume to fool you. Younger siblings always do stuff like that. Whatever it is, it is not a dog. So you should go to your parents and say, I want a dog. And when they say, we already have a dog, you say, no, we don't. This whatever it is does not prioritize food over its favorite toy. Therefore, it is not a dog. And I want a dog. Use the highly scientific toy versus...